Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I'm your host, Steve Beeson. The goal of this podcast is to demystify therapy, what can happen in therapy, and the wide array of conversations you can have in therapy. I also talk to guests about therapy, their experience with therapy, and how psychology is present in many places in their lives. I also share personal stories. So please join me on this journey about therapy. Hi, and welcome to episode 69 of Finding Your Way Through Therapy. If you haven't listened to episode 68 yet with Stephanie Simpson and Courtney Romanowski, please go back and listen. It was such a great conversation. I learned so much about dance, about expression, and how to be myself. It was so amazing, and I can't give enough credit to Stephanie and Courtney for that. But I'm hoping to have them back on. And for those of you who have been listening for 68 or so episodes, I think you may have an idea of who I want to invite for next season with them. But if you haven't figured it out, we'll keep it a surprise until next season. But episode 69 is about another chapter in my book, chapter one, Being Real. It's interesting to reread that book, and I've really enjoyed it, and I'm actually hoping to put it out as an audiobook soon because I think people would really enjoy it. So I've been reading it, then recording it, and fixing some of the still grammatical errors that I find anyway. But again, this being my second language, probably should leave that to my editor. But what has really struck me about being real is that I continue to practice that. The story that I don't share in, in that chapter And I'm going to say it in a general sense. There was someone who I worked with who had a significant mental illness. And when I met him, when I first started, this is back in 1999, my first months in this country, never mind in this field, he had come over to me after a while and he said, you know what? I think you're going to last. And I said, why do you say that? He says, because you're being you. I've rarely seen people be as authentically you as you. So I think you're going to last a long time. So I kept the details as vague as I could. But to that person, thank you again. I can't tell you enough how that meant when I was self-doubting. And we all do, right? I still self-doubt to this day. But being real was a great chapter because it really explains how a therapist can be very successful and a client, frankly. I think that when I reread it, I was reading it And I was saying, oh my God, I concentrate on a lot of the therapist stuff. But in all reality, I was actually thinking about a client also. So for those of you who have read my book, you can change the word therapist to client. And I think it's the same exact thing. I think that what has kept me happy in my job, as well as getting clients on a regular basis, continues to be because I am who I am. Even this podcast seems a little rehearsed for some of you. I can guarantee you there's no script in front of me. There's nothing else in front of me. I'm just me. And what I've learned a long time ago is that that's what people respect. I even share another line that I use fairly regularly in my therapy. And some of people who have worked with me, I'm not going to say who, they might recognize one of the lines, which is, as a therapist, I think blank. But as a human, I think blank. And I share that because I think it's important to realize that a therapist is also human. And I'll never apologize for that. I think that the years of therapy where we were blank slates, and you can think about the old psychoanalytic couch where the client lies down on whatever, a couch or something, and the therapist sits at the head. I think that there's some value in that. And believe me, I think that there is things like that that can still work to this day. 
But ultimately, I think that people are looking for genuineness. I think that, you know, I talk a little bit about reality TV. I talk about how being real has been kind of a gift. And I look back at it and it's interesting because when I did episode 67, I got some feedback, uh, particularly from my editor, but actually someone else said similar things, was that, so what is your impression today reading that chapter? I wouldn't change the chapter. I would change nothing. And the reason why is that I think it's still very valid what I say in there. Would I add some stuff? I don't know. Maybe I can add it here on my podcast. And the thing that I would add is this. I've been doing this for 23 years, give or take. And I still think that sitting on my couch or my chair, depending on where I'm sitting when I'm talking to my clients, being myself has always been the biggest gift I could give them. It's also the biggest gift as a client you can do to your therapist. I'll tell you that I've had some negative outcomes in my career. I'm not going to lie. And even with those negative outcomes, I can tell you that I can always say that I tried my hardest and I was always myself. I'm not a therapist that's going to come in and say, all right, here are the four goals we're going to work on. And if you're the insurance company listening to this, I'm not the therapist to write down four goals and work on them. I want to know what's going on in a client's life. You can't predict their difficulties. You can't predict what they're feeling today. You can't predict any other things than what they want to talk about. Do I keep the overall general idea of why they came into therapy? Yes, 100%. But sometimes people have stuff happen in their lives and they want to talk about it. You think about the tumultuous last, what, three years between the pandemic, political unrest, war. I think that people sometimes have these things on their mind and they want to talk about it. And I think that that's fine with me. I think that it's a disservice to say, well, no, your goal is blankety blank. No, I think that being myself is what brought clients not only to come to me, but stay with me. And when I do, whether it is my therapy, my emotional management coaching, I think that what people have always found interesting is that I don't act like a blank slate, but my question is always kind of the same thing. Why are you here? What do you want to talk about? Because if they have nothing, then I can dig on some of the stuff they've talked about before. And some of my clients have jokingly said to me, I'll always come up with something. And I'm like, don't worry, we'll still get to, you know, the difficulties in the past or the things that you're trying to avoid. And they all laugh and they always find that funny. But at the end of the day, I think that what I would say in 2022, I still remain myself. You listen to this podcast. This isn't a guy that's going to be much different face to face. So if you ever meet me on the street, you don't expect a person that's super serious. Don't expect someone who's going to be screwing around with mental health and don't expect someone who's not human. I'm going to keep on being human, hopefully throughout my career. And I think that that chapter really illustrates for a therapist how to be. Now, let me change it up a little bit and tell you my experience as a client. I've been a client with therapy for, I don't know, 15 years, give or take. I've had three therapists. And one of the things that I've learned as a client is that being real is very difficult because we have shame, we have doubt, we have a lot of different things. That includes me. The best moments I've had in therapy was when I was at my most vulnerable and when my therapist was authentic and giving me support. And sometimes the support is, wow, that's tough. And I'll always remember one of my therapists says, geez, that's a new one. And 
We both laughed, and she really, really helped me with that. So instead of putting on a bravado, whatever you want to call it, that, oh, no, I know how to handle this exactly, I like the fact that she says, boy, that's a new one, because that was such an authentic response. We did work through that issue. I did work hard on it with her, and I still thank her to this day. So my reality, my being vulnerable, it's okay to have self-doubt. I think that it will always have self-doubt. But I think as a client and as a therapist, I'm going to continue being the way I am, and I can't fake me. So that's probably a good thing. Episode 70 will be with two returning guests that you've known for, you've known one since season one, J-Ball, and then you've known uh, Caitlin Dehe since, uh, I believe, season three. And we talk about the unique challenges of being a first responder, as well as the treatment for them. So I'm sure that we're going to have a lot to talk about. We always have some follow-up from the last episode, and I'm sure that this will be a great interview. So I hope you can join us then. Please like, subscribe, or follow this podcast on your favorite platform. A glowing review is always helpful. And as a reminder, this podcast is for information, educational, and entertainment purposes. If you are struggling with a mental health or substance abuse issue, please reach out to a professional counselor or therapist for consultation.